Hey, what's happening? Uh, this is Jerry. You're listening to Wrestling Watchlist, this podcast where I basically go over my list of wrestling shows I'm going to watch this week, or try and watch, uh, if I can get to all of them, and let you know where to find them. Uh, I have somebody with me this week, uh, Gino Vega. How's it going? Uh, is uh, an old friend of mine. We've known each other for, well, we've kind of known each other for years and years, but sort of reconnected talking about wrestling, maybe. I don't know, six or seven years ago. Yeah, it's been been longer than it seems like. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, gone to a lot of shows together, uh, watched a lot of shows, um, and uh, yeah, we're usually talking about wrestling anyway. So uh, I'm happy we're able to do it here. And yeah, so let me pull up this calendar here, and we'll talk about what's happening this week. This is the week of June 26th through July 2nd. 2020 i don't have anything on the schedule for friday so there's a night off uh saturday there's a few shows um so samurai is airing uh the stardom show from the 21st which is actually already up on stardom world um and i actually didn't get to watch this whole show i only got to the first few matches but everybody uh seems like they're raving about the main event the um the six person uh tag main event you saw that right yeah, I watched this entire show, and yeah, the top two matches were definitely worth checking out. It was, I mean, it was just cool to see, like, they had fans back, and I mean, it was their first show back since uh, Hanakura died, and since they had done, I guess they had done a handful of, like, empty arena shows, I feel like. I can't yeah, it had been, it'd been a few months. They did, they did, like, one or two, I can't even remember now, like, right at the beginning of everything, and then pretty much shut down. Yeah, so I, I got to fi- finish watching this show. But um, yeah, so that's actually up now on Stardom World, or it is airing uh, this Saturday night on Samurai. Um, so that is definitely a recommended to check out. Uh, also Saturday on the Dragon Gate Network, there's some more matches from the uh, the Rainbow Gate tournament. Um, I haven't been great about keeping up with these, but I've uh, I've liked what I've seen, the bits and pieces I've seen so far. Uh, there's two of those this weekend. There's one on Saturday and one on Sunday, but uh, on the Dragon Gate Network. Yeah, I've been I've been following these pretty regularly. Um, and if you're someone that is a fan of Dragon Gate and if you have access to the network, they're just really compact, easy watches. Just a couple of matches out of whack. So if you're if you're in for Dragon Gate, you may as well check them out. Yeah, usually two three matches and. Um... I just recently got Dragon Gate Network, and I'm, it's so much easier because before I was watching, I would watch the shows, what is it, Infinity shows that they would air on uh, G Plus or Gaora or whatever, but they would always be like a month behind. Like I would see a show, but it, it would have already taken place after the pay-per-view that I'd already seen or whatever, so uh, having the network is is pretty helpful. Um yeah, Dragon Gate's a lot easier to follow just straight from their network, you know, if you want to keep on top of things and not watch things way out of sequence and yeah. long after they're new. Um, main trick with the Dragon Gate network is just because they have, I mean, it hasn't been a thing during the COVID era because they've just been putting these shows up and leaving them up. But when things are normal and they're also airing on Gayora because of their TV arrangement, you know, the shows are usually only up for, I think, like seven days or something like that. And then they disappear for a month or so and then come back. 
So just kind of like if you if you want to keep on top of things and use their network, you just kind of have to prioritize watching those shows before they disappear, unless you want to wait for another month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad they come back uh, as opposed to just being up for a week and being gone or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, that it, it definitely makes it easier with uh, there's so much. Uh, I mean, there's so much stuff every week. Um, it's kind of why I'm like going down this list is like every week I always have this big list of stuff. And I think I'm going to make it work. I'm going to get to every one of these shows this week. And I never can get to all of them. But um, uh, also Saturday uh, is another DDT TV show. And I have been keeping more up on those. And I think this is the last one of the weekly series. I I could be wrong. But uh, uh, this is number eight. So there's another DDT TV show on Russell Universe. I'm kind of guessing they'll have fans at this one. They did last time. And... Uh, yeah, those are like the best two-hour weekly wrestling shows <laughs> uh, every week, generally. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've been consistently must-watch. Well, and even more so than you know, they're they're a little two-hour block, and even you know, I a lot of DDT's comedy uh, doesn't totally uh, grab me. If it's in a two-hour block and not on an eight-hour Peter Pan show, the ten you know seven to ten minute comedy segment is a lot easier to deal with it <laughs> you know an hour's worth of it yeah the thing with ddt's comedy too for people that aren't into it it's just like it, it isn't how, how should i say this? i mean just skip it and watch like the uh substance substantive stuff at the top of the card and you won't be sorry because there's some really good high-end ddt stuff that doesn't involve you know dino pulling his pants down or whatever yeah so. <laughs> i mean ddt is weird in, in that you know occasionally you know dino or whoever can end up at the top of the card <laughs> briefly but uh you know generally the uh the top of the card is fantastic i mean yeah. at least recent uh, you know probably during the uh you know no fans like covid er- era I think I've probably watched more DDT than anything else. Uh, really. I mean, now, uh, since it came back, I've been watching a lot of new Japan because they're just blasting the number of shows in, but, uh, yeah, I, I have watched a lot of DDT and again, you know, I, I think I've mentioned it before on here is just like, that is as far as streaming services go wrestle universe is you get so much bang for your buck with DDT and Noah, and I love that they're adding like Noah Archive stuff and yeah. uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro stuff, and it's it's my favorite of the streaming services. You just get so much for your, you know, nine bucks a month or whatever. Anyway, so there's DDT TV show Saturday. Um, all right. Uh, also on Wrestle Universe Sunday, there's a Tokyo Joshi Pro show uh, that I actually didn't get a card for that one, but I'm assuming it's another live one. And also on Sunday is the second night of the uh, Dragon Gate uh, stuff. The uh, Rainbow Gate, it's called. <laughs> it's always got gate. Um, Monday, I've got nothing on my schedule. Tuesday. So Tuesday, there's an All Japan show from Samurai, which is their, you know, I didn't even check. It might be airing on their network, too. All Japan's network. I was just mentioning before we were on here is like, uh, I really, it's either I'm missing it or I'm not great at finding their like schedule of like, (laughs) here's what's going to be airing when it's usually like, here's the newest videos and they get up right away uh, and they're good. But uh, 
Yeah, there's a, there there's, is a schedule thing on their site, but like if you look at it right now, the only thing they have listed is the show that aired today. Um, yeah. it, it's normal. Normally, when they have like an actual touring schedule and stuff, it, you know, it's kind of like the New Japan one. It's listed out for a month or so in advance, but during COVID, it's been just kind of spotty. So yeah, I mean, I feel. Yeah, I feel like in the past I've looked at it before and uh, maybe had a hard time telling uh, which ones were, you know, non-televised shows and which ones were going to be on their network. But they're also doing a lot more, you know, I, I recently got the All Japan Network again uh, and I it's probably been a year or so since I had it. And I re- it's gotten a, a million times better, I think. Like, I don't think they did a ton of live streams when they first went up. Like, it would you would have to wait for stuff to show up. Uh, sort of like stardom is now like you know the stardom network's really good but none of it none of it's live they'll just piece it up match by match all japan wasn't quite like that but um anyway uh yeah there's an all japan show on tuesday um yeah and and much like ddt their covid stuff has been uh really good as far as just kind of compact weekly tv that you can follow when there's there's kind of fun angles and storylines that have been developing so the show I'm, I'm about halfway through the show that aired today the 25th and there's already been some good stuff on the first half that i watched yeah i still that's uh that's on my i've got three shows on my list tonight after we do this we'll see if i get to that i hope i do um, there, there, there was a heart that was literally broken on, on the show today. Oh, so okay. <laughs> that is a good tease. <laughs> um, also on Tuesday, the 30th. Uh, so this is an, is an old show, but I've been mentioning these because uh, that uh, that American streaming site, IWTV, has been adding a lot more Japanese promotions. They've been doing a lot of uh, freedom shows. Um, and so this Tuesday, they're premiering a Freedom show from 2019 um, that I remember seeing this show. It's got it had that uh, Takeda versus Segura light tube, you know, it was a light tube ladder death match. Uh, I looked up this car. I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I remember this match. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's I just think it's cool that you can get that on a, on a service here. You know, they've. uh piqued my interest with some of the stuff they've been adding. They've been adding a bunch of battle art shows and they've been adding, uh, I'm trying to remember what else they've added other than freedoms. They've, uh, Oh, there's freedoms. There's some big Japan stuff. Oh yeah. Big Japan. That's right. There's those weird battle art shows, which is funny. Cause just like four shows from battle arts, which who, who knew, knew they'd be showing up on independent wrestling TV in 2020. Yeah. Apparently more battle art shows are coming. I don't, I don't mean, uh, you know, it's not new stuff, but it's it's stuff that it's it'll it'll be just cool to have easy access to. But yeah, yeah, that's that's the cool thing because like a lot of that stuff you can find kind of piecemeal old matches here and there, but it's kind of nice to have just some old full shows you can sit down and check out. Yeah, that's always one of my things. Rather than putting putting together a daily motion playlist or something. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, this so, Freedom Show. I, I'm looking back at this. I think this is the right show. I think. Wait. I think this was when Takeda lost the title after that big, long uh, title reign that he had. I think it might be, too. uh... Yeah, it was. It was the 10th anniversary celebration. So, yeah, that was a really good show. Yeah. Yeah, at Corican from uh, March of 2019. Um, Yeah, sorry if that was a spoiler alert for anyone. It's a show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He He did eventually lose the title. 
yeah but yeah i i'm yeah i'm happy that's easy to find um and then the other two shows this week are uh start of the second round of the new japan cup uh wednesday july 1st and thursday july 2nd um lots of uh weirdly i'm less excited about the second round of the i mean there's still there's i'm looking at the lineup for uh july 1st and it's goto versus evil bushi and yoshihashi uh sonata and show and taichi versus koto bushi and none of those matches are like (laughs) they're all fine yeah i mean i'll watch them all but yeah there's nothing that's just like man i can't wait to see that (laughs) i'll i'll bring it up in a minute but like you know watching the first round at least every night i watched there was at least one match where i was like i'm glad i watched this yeah yeah uh and even going in, I would look at the cards and go like, "There, there's at least one match I'm excited about." And I'm looking at, you know, the second round, you know, the night of the first, and it's like, "Yeah, yeah." Hiromo versus Ishii, I see on the July second card that I'm interested in. Yeah, that should be awesome. Uh, I think this is actually this card I have isn't complete. There's matches that are complete now, <laughs> but uh, I'm 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 looking at that Bushi versus Yoshihashi. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. show versus Sonata could be good. Uh, you know, I I loved the show and Shingo match. Uh, yeah. And uh, their show's great. I mean, we saw that crazy show uh, match live. The um, the uh, oh the Osprey super, match, Super J, uh, the Super J Cup match. Yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. That was really, really great. They yeah. uh, just beat the shit out of each other. And he's, yeah, he's, so, he's, he's kind of been in that mode so far in the tournament. So, yeah, yeah. That, that'll probably be good. Sonata's just a little cold to me. but Yeah, it's, you know, all these guys, you know, I, I, I haven't seen for months. So, you know, initially I'm like, oh, shit, Sonata, you know, like, you know, I sort of miss him. And then, uh, you know, it depends. There's... There's been some good stuff though. Yeah. So anyway, no, I mean, so that's I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's still going to be good. It's just yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the stuff coming up this week. The first and the second rounding out the week with the uh, start of the second round of the New Japan Cup, and uh, so that's the stuff I think everybody should put on their calendars. Uh, the major stuff. I didn't. I didn't get the uh, Nico Nico program <laughs> schedule this week. <laughs> I glanced at it, but um, uh, yeah. yeah. So. Now I sort of now's when I sort of like bring up shit I watched last week that I liked, uh, and I'm guessing you watched most of these too. The uh, from the DDT show last week, the the KOD six man tag title match. Oh yeah, yeah, that match was great. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was uh, definitely my favorite. You know, non singles match of the week. Yeah, uh, I I like that one a lot. Um, Eruption the trio with Higuchi, Sakaguchi, and Akai. Uh-huh. Probably one of my favorite trios going in wrestling right now, but they haven't had like a whole lot to sink their teeth into so far. And so this was kind of, I felt like a coming out party match for them, you know, because it was them versus uh, the Stronghearts guys and Endo. Um, yeah. you know, and finally, <clears throat> uh, they won the titles, right? The eruption. Yeah, they won, yeah. They won the yeah. titles. So, uh, yeah, to kind of giving them something to do now that's not just um, 
losing to other people, which is fine too because they're still entertaining to watch doing that. But um. no, it's it's <laughs> totally it's it was a it's a it was a perfect uh, you know main event of that show, and you know I love uh, Endo and the Stronghearts guys too, but uh, yeah, I was I was glad to see them see them win the the titles, and uh, yeah. So that was that was one of my favorite matches of the week. Um, all, uh, the other ones I really liked this week. Uh, I brought up the uh, show and Shingo Takagi match. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a big Shingo fan. So, you know, they always have the, the upsets in the New Japan Cup, but uh, you know, I hope Shingo. <laughs> I would have rather he won, but uh, I'm sure they have somewhere they're going with show but uh and i think that's real i was thinking about it i think that's maybe only the he's maybe only been pinned twice yeah it hasn't been a lot i mean he well i guess he must have lost a couple times in the g1 but he was undefeated going into the g1 if i remember right last year i think so yeah i mean he's been in for like a year and a half now uh you know this new japan version of of shingo and uh I know you're more familiar, like you're more familiar than I am with like his Dragon Gate years, and I've seen I've seen some of it, but wasn't as up on it. But you know, he's one of my favorite guys in the company right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see like what his ceiling is going to be in New Japan, because um, I feel like there's a lot you could do with him, but he's also not like. I mean, he's not super old, but he's not super young. And, you know, they've got young guys they want to push. And, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious if he'll just kind of get lost in the – I don't think he'll be lost in the mix, but I'm just curious if he'll just be a guy that they use kind of like Ishii to have, like, ass-kicking matches, but just for the match's sake that don't really go anywhere, or if he'll ever be kind of involved in a bigger program. Yeah, so it's sort of funny because, you know, he's the never champion, which is usually sort of a a C-belt almost. Yeah, but with with uh, with Naito having the top two belts in the company, I mean, you would think if they hadn't been closed for the last three months, they'd be running shows, and you know, usually some of the shows they would have headlined by you know the IC belt or whatever. So yeah. I almost think some of those shows would have probably been headlined by like never title defenses. Well, yeah, it definitely seems like they were they, before everything shut down. That was starting to become more of like a showcase belt, you know, kind of like a the the old you know, WWF IC thing where it's like, it's the, sure. the, the worker belt on the show, you know, but that all kind I of, mean, I guess they could still do that. You know, uh, seeing, we'll see what happens when they have like more fans, yeah. you know, coming back and stuff. It's all, it's pretty cup heavy right now, but, uh, um, you know, I, you know, I'd like to see him have a long run, you know, a long run with that belt and give it a little more shine, but who knows how, like, I wonder if they're going to keep the whole Naito double belt thing. Are they going to have the champ have double belts for a while? Or, like, I wonder if they'll – I mean, maybe – I'm sure eventually they'll split those belts up. But uh, probably not Probably not for a while. They could do a brand split. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a great way to have people give shit uh, give a shit <laughs> <about> your company. <laughs> like, let's water it down even more and make it worse. Um and then my other matches this week are from the uh, June 24th, which I think was the third or fourth night of the New Japan Cup. This was my favorite, like, top to bottom show of the week. Uh, it was definitely my favorite, I think. And it was definitely my favorite of the Cup shows. 
because uh, I liked all four of the matches. It had the Yano Takahashi match, which uh, won me over. You know, I have a, I have a pretty you know I have an okay threshold for Yano matches, but uh, uh, Takahashi initially when I saw that match, I was like, God, that's a waste of him. But uh, he was he was funny in it, and he was, it was really good. And all the other matches on that show were great. Uh, Makabe and Ishii was awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, I had a feeling, and it's, it's, I mean, it ended up being true that, like, the Makabe matches that he was in in this tournament would be good, because I know, you know, everyone likes to knock on Makabe, doesn't take bumps, doesn't do anything, but it's like, you know, if he's going to be, if especially since these days it's few and far between, if he's going to be, like, in a featured tournament match, you know, he's going to turn it on for those couple of matches, and yeah, he did so, you know, but he had the one with, uh, um, uh, the name's totally escaping me now. The young lion guy. Um, oh, uh, who did he fight in the first? Uh, round? Suji. Yes. Yeah. So, that, and I, I mean, that match was exactly what I thought it was going to be, which was, yeah. which was fun. Um, and then he had this match, which same thing, just the two guys beating the crap out of each other. All of the, all of the dads in the tournament have been awesome. Like I. Uh, yeah, I think I think we actually skipped. You had one of these matches marked down, um, which. The one I was trying to think of earlier when I was making fun of Yoshihashi, but it was the Tenzon versus Yoshihashi. Which, oh yeah. Uh, when I when I was looking at it on the card, I was like, okay, so on paper I should think that this is one I'm going to skip and it's going to suck. But it's Tenzon in 2020 after being on the shelf for a few months and healing up, and I think this is actually kind of going to be good. And and it was weirdly. <laughs> I, I was shocked at how good. Uh, uh... That match was great. Yeah, I, yeah. I did skip that one. That was I mean, twenty third. But yeah, I I have okay. So like Yoshihashi is just I mean whatever. Like it's not even worth bagging on him because he's just like just neither here nor there to me. Like basically doesn't. He's exist. totally not bad. Uh, he, yeah, but he's, but he's also he just more not. Shit than he, yeah, he yeah, needs it, to, yeah. But... It's it's, but he's just you know he's just there. It's not he's yeah. like a, a, a fern or something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but uh. But I I probably have a higher threshold than some for people like Tenzon, because that whole generation for me really were like the when I was first really becoming aware of New Japan, that was like the group of guys that I recognized, you know, because I either saw them in WCW or like I had the Fire Pro Returns game and they're all in there. Sure, yeah, yeah. So like you know Tenzon, Nagata, you know the dads as it were. I still think of it as like, oh, those are the New Japan guys. So I mean, even as they're breaking down and stuff, I'm always going to be partial to them. But like you said, they all showed up in this tournament. So it was kind of the best of both worlds. Like I got to have the nostalgia pop for seeing them, but they also had some good matches. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could make a case for uh, Tenzon, Makabe and Nagata being like the MVPs so far, like those three. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. uh, Are like uh, all had some of my, you know, favorite matches. Like, uh, You, you know, what's funny is the one out of that group that the general consensus is that he still has a lot, I mean, not a lot, but I mean, considerably more left in the tank. And I mean, he does, but was actually the one that was the least off the page to me in this tournament was Kojima. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nagata, as he does in these spots, really uh, lit it up. And then, yeah. Nagata was that. like <laughs> the surprising. Like, you know, I think everybody sort of expected Nagata was going to have a, a good, tor- yeah, a good yeah. tournament because – like everybody still remembers uh year before last or whenever that last G1 he had. Yeah, yeah. When he was just like he lost like 
maybe every match, maybe he won one. I don't remember, but he, yeah. you know, he, you know, lost on his way out and, you know, everybody knew going in, it was his last G1, but he had, he had just killer matches the whole time. So I, I, I think everybody sort of expected uh, Nagata to have yeah. matches sort yeah. of like people always expect Suzuki to have really good matches, even though it's, I'd say 50, 50. Right <laughs> yeah. He, he's hit or miss these days, but yeah. Um, yeah, but on his name, right? Yeah, yeah. The t- the Tenzon one cracked me up though because that match was good, but it wasn't good like in the sense of like, oh my god, they're doing these amazing moves. But it was just like the entire time it was literally believable that he was going to win and go on to the next uh, round and like wasn't looking bad doing so. Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, uh, I'm sure they benefited a little bit from having a few months to rest because, yeah. uh, but. Um, yeah, Tenzon and Yoshihashi was good, and yeah, the the uh, I don't rem- I didn't I didn't make notes of the other matches on on that card, but yeah, the twenty fourth was the one where all four matches I liked. Maybe right. not even I don't even know if any of them were like my favorite matches of the week or anything. I think that KOD six man was my favorite of the week, yeah. but uh, um, but as far as an overall top to bottom show, you know, I even you know I liked the Ishimori Kanemaru match. Makabe Ishii, uh, the Yano Takahashi was, was fun. Uh, and I liked uh, Okada and Yuji. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good match, too. Again, I kept kind of, you know, uh, you know, it's like, they're going to have Nagata win, you know. Yeah, and that was another it, one where I was believing that <laughs> till like, till the very last, you know, three counts. <laughs> well, you know, as soon as Okada started slapping on that new, like, cobra chokehold thing or whatever he's got and it's just like oh yeah they're trying to get over he's his new submission finisher so it's like yeah. as soon as he started trying trying to slap that on him I, I i'm like oh he's he's not gonna win and i'm not i'm not an anti okada guy I, right i love okada <laughs> uh um i don't know if he needs to win the cup because you know this whole thing is leading you know somebody versus naito and i just I don't know. I don't. I'm not excited about Okada Naito, which may, yeah, that that needs some time. I mean, that's already been you know, it's uh, too 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 fresh in the memory. So yeah, I mean, that might have more to do with uh, how I feel about Naito these days. It's like there's not a lot of when I was initially when I looked at who was in the cup and who was in it, the people who. I was excited about, oh, I'd, I'd like to see them against Naito, where, like, LIJ guys, it'd be like, oh, well, uh, you know, Takahashi was supposed to fight him at the anniversary show that got canceled. It'd be cool if he won the tournament and, you know, fought Yeah, him. the bummer about that is, honestly, I was thinking about that, too. The only LIJ guy would really be interested. I mean, he'd have a fight match with any of them, but the, the only one, like, as far as, like, an emotional investment storyline thing that I'm really interested in would have been him and Shingo. And Shingo's already Sh- gone. Because <laughs> Shingo, Shingo's the only one that I, I could see a believable match where I would, like, be thinking he even had a shot of winning. Because I don't, I don't yeah. see Evil or Sonata having any yeah, credible chance of beating Naito. No. And then Hiromo versus Naito would probably be a good match. but just be the typical, you know, junior versus heavyweight guy where the heavyweight champ always wins. So Yeah. Um, of, I mean, there'd be it'd be fun because it'd be a lot of, like, you know, landing on their heads. And yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it'd, yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> match and I, I still think that that might actually be what happens since you know it I, as as far as who's left I, that's kind of what would be the most exciting for me yeah. i think yeah but it might it, you know maybe it'll be 
I could see it being Sonata too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not gonna uh, predict, but yeah. as far as what I'm most, that'd be the the one I'd be most excited to see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's what I watched uh, last week mostly. Was there anything you saw last week that we didn't bring up that is sticks uh, out? Trying to think back. The main standout for me. Um, aside from the New Japan Cup stuff, uh, again, was that Stardom show, which is also theoretically on the list for upcoming because it's going to be our oh, yeah. Samurai, but I watched it, you know, from their Stardom World site. Um, but yeah, again, the, the the top two matches on that show, the main event and the semi-main are both just really fast-paced, hard-hitting action with kicks to the head, drops on the head and neck. So if you're concerned about workplace <laughs> safety, you might want to watch with your hand over your eyes, but um, there's some good stuff that the um, Donna Del Mondo stable continues to just get more and more um, uh, badass. They brought in this uh, uh, Himaka. Oh, I, um, I saw that in Jumbo Princess. Who's this big kind of giant woman. Yeah, Funny, she's, she's like got this total body. happy baby face, but yeah, she's like just towers over everyone else. So yeah, you I haven't ha- seen the match yet, but I watched just the beginning of the show where they did like the you know the little pre-show interviews with the, uh, and I so I saw her and I, I didn't recognize her, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you you had you had the Donna Del Mundo uh, group who are all looking like you know full-grown adults or even more so in Himika's case because uh, she's like really tall looking, um, and you know like they've got Siri who was like in the UFC and all that stuff. And then it's them as, as more or less the heels <clears throat> going against Iwatani and Aida and Starlight Kid and Tom Nakano, who all look like a crew of little scrappy kids fighting against them. So it was a good visual matchup and just lots of, lots of ass beatings and just cool stuff. So awesome. Yeah. It was a well, super, cool. it was a super lucha looking match too um, on the, on the baby face side. Cause you have like, you know, Starlight Kid with the mask right. and you know, <laughs> lots of colors and yeah, they're just good visual matchup. Awesome, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that show. That's actually uh, first thing I'm I'm firing up because I'm I'm just I've only watched the first match and a half, so I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that right after this. But um, uh, yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, thanks for uh, doing this. This was fun. Yeah, no problem. Um. Do you want to talk anything about any of the stuff you're working on? Uh, yeah, I got, I, I have a, a site in the works that is not live yet, but will be um, supposedly some point in the hopefully not too distant future. I'm going to be starting a site, got the domain and everything, got it set up. It's going to be purostuff.com. I've got a Twitter at purostuff, um, although that's not really live yet, but it's, it will be shortly. Um, it's going to be a site just kind of covering, um, rounding up news about Japanese wrestling um, resources about the different promotions, what makes them unique, uh, how to jump in, how to watch them, who to watch. Uh, Just kind of some essays about what I've been watching in Puro and thoughts on Japanese wrestling and why I'm into it. Um, So work in progress, work that hasn't even seen the light of day yet, but it will be eventually purostuff.com. Maybe I'll be on here more to talk about it in the future. Uh, But Yeah. yeah. Anytime you want, we can do it because I'm just, I'm bad at doing it by myself. So. Just just what the world needs is like more more wrestling websites and more. I know, right? Podcasts. 
<laughs> but it's it's more like I mean I know you've talked about this show, but it's more like you know I kind of am always trying to round up this stuff for my own use, and so may as well do something semi-creative with it and actually put it out there as a resource. So yeah, that was sort of my thought. It's like I have you know I have I have these bookmarks of you know what fourteen different places I go every week to look at schedules and uh, what's coming up and where to watch it, and uh, you know it, we are really lucky now that pretty much any show that airs anywhere in the world we can find and watch and usually yeah. support the company is really cool. Like I'm not having to go to a torrent site or anything weird right. like that. I can just, I can spend, you know, like stardom world is what six bucks a month or something like that. Or, you know, yeah. I, uh, I just think that's really cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, the, I, the more, the more putting out the word of Japanese wrestling, I, I think the better trying to get more people into it. Cause it's just crazy how many people like wrestling, but just are not, are sleeping on this like treasure trove of a style that I think is better than anything else going. So. Yeah. Well, I think there's plenty of people disenfranchised with <laughs> like Western wrestling right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter too for this show. It's, uh, oh God, uh, WWL underscore podcast at, at, Oh, wait. Oh, God. What is my Twitter? Hold on. It might not be that. It's something like that. I might edit out a few seconds here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's WWL underscore podcast. Maybe I'll take the underscore out. But uh, yeah, WWL podcast for Wrestling Watchlist podcast. I just started it up a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I keep I, I keep forgetting that's up because I got like I think you like followed me from there, and that's how I found I did. out. I, I followed it back. I followed, that's how I knew there was a Puro stuff Twitter. As I found it and followed it, but uh, it was like some night where I was like had had a few, you know, <laughs> and it was like you know two in the morning, and I noticed it, and then I kind of forgot about it, and then I thought it was like a dream I had or something. But yeah, it's definitely there. It's real. Yeah, well, for the most part, Twitter's garbage, but it's also <laughs> a good place to find out where you know where shows are happening and and things like that so anyway um yeah thanks a lot uh, i hope anybody uh, listening to this uh, got some use out of it uh hit us up uh on twitter also have a uh, it's wrestling watch list podcast at gmail.com just all one word with nothing weird uh if you got any like comments suggestions uh you know shows i missed that i should know about or uh promotions i should know about or anything like that uh hit us up i'd love to hear more about it Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks. Later. Anyway, and then I'll stop the thing here. <laughs>